everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Sex and Psych. If you don't already know me, my name is Amy. I hope you guys are all doing well and you're having a great week wherever you are. I don't think I have too many or really any major interesting updates to give you in the beginning of this week's episode. The only thing I can think of to report is that the weather in Melbourne has finally turned around and it's starting to feel like summer. If you're not in Melbourne or Victoria, then you obviously probably aren't in the loop with our weather, (laughs) but it was literally torrential raining for the past two weeks. It was grey and disgusting and just horrible, and it's literally summer. It is now the fourth day of summer, and it's only just gotten warm. Usually, you know, it's scorching hot from November, but not this year. So that's climate change for you, but I'm very happy to report that the weather is stunning today. It's like 33 degrees, blue skies, it's sunny, so I'm so happy. And tomorrow I'm going to the beach with my sister to just make the most of this sunshine because knowing Melbourne, it's probably going to be gone in a few days and it'll be back to torrential raining. (laughs) Anyway, enough rambling about the weather. I'm sure that probably wasn't very interesting to a lot of people. Let's get into the actual topic of this week's episode. For this week's episode, I'm going to be talking all about how I learned to love spending time alone. I'm just jumping in here to give a quick disclaimer. Although I do have a psychology degree, I'm not a registered psychologist. So please remember that any advice or recommendations I make in this podcast is not professional advice and it should not be taken in replacement to seeking professional help. If you are struggling, please reach out to your GP. Okay, back to the episode. I'm quite excited about recording this episode today because spending time alone is something that I feel really strongly about because it's something that I have really, really struggled with in the past. And I can confidently say that today I am someone that loves spending time alone and really values my alone time and finds it so fulfilling and honestly fun. Like I just love hanging out with myself. I find it really great, but I haven't always been like that. I have gone through phases of my life where I felt really lonely when I found myself alone. I have gone through times where I literally would dread not having plans or having a weekend without plans where I knew I would have to stay home alone because I was just stressed that I would be sad and lonely. So I definitely say that I have gone through a journey in learning to love my alone time, but I can confidently say that I really love my alone time now. So I wanted to talk about that in this week's episode. I'm going to go over some tips on how you can try to enjoy your alone time. So I'm going to talk about some things that you can do and I'll talk about the benefits of spending time alone and why it's really good for you and why we should make it a priority to carve out some time during our week to just be with ourselves. Now, the first thing I want to preface before I get into the tips on how to enjoy your alone time is that if you are currently in a place where you really dread spending time alone and maybe you struggle with loneliness, I really do believe that there's no quick solution in trying to become someone that is good at spending time alone and that loves their alone time. It does take time and it takes effort and it takes putting yourself through some uncomfortable emotions to eventually become someone that loves spending time alone. The way I would probably describe it is it's like when you're going through a breakup, you kind of have to let yourself feel those hard, uncomfortable emotions to eventually heal. 
it's the same thing. And when you're trying to enjoy spending time alone, you have to put yourself in a situation where you have to spend time alone and you have to feel those uncomfortable emotions and maybe feel that loneliness to push through it and get to a place where you don't feel that loneliness anymore. I would describe enjoying spending time alone like a muscle. The more you work it, the stronger it gets. So the more you practice spending time alone and doing things just by yourself, the more you will come to enjoy it and get better at it. It's impossible to go from a place where you really struggle with being alone to a place where you love being alone instantly you know of course that's going to take work it's going to take effort and it's going to take dealing with those uncomfortable emotions now you might be thinking I'm a social person I don't need to spend time alone like I love hanging out with my friends and my family why should I spend time alone if I find it lonely and if it makes me sad and I think it's fair to think that some people are naturally introverts and they love spending time alone Whereas other people are really, really social and they thrive off of being with other people. And of course, being a social person is amazing. It's really valuable to have those connections in your life with others. But I think we can often overlook the value and the importance of spending time in your solitude and just on your own. I also think it's important to have a balance of both in your life, of both being really social and being on your own. Now there's so many benefits to spending time alone. First of all, it is really, really great for your self-development and getting to know yourself better and connecting with your emotions. To give you an example, when this happens a lot in couples, but when couples have an argument, a lot of the time they take a bit of time separately just to think and gather their emotions so they don't say something they regret or so that they can gain some clarity on how they feel about the situation or whatever they were arguing about. I think that's a great example of the benefits of spending time by yourself. When you remove yourself from a situation or from hanging out with a particular person, you gain clarity on that situation and on how you feel about a person. Being alone just gives you some uninterrupted time to think about literally anything. And when your thoughts aren't being interrupted by another person in the room that you're hanging out with, you can really just think for yourself, not be swayed by other people and connect with yourself on how you're feeling about whatever's going on in your life at the time. Spending time alone and finding fulfillment in that alone time and it bringing you joy is also a great way to prove to yourself that you don't need to rely on anyone else for your happiness. When I started to realize that I was enjoying my alone time after coming from a place where I really hated being alone, I find found that sort of liberating because I was like, wow, I I'm finally at a place where I don't need to rely on other people for happiness, where I don't feel FOMO when I'm seeing people going out and I wasn't invited. And I'm finally at a place where I can actually have fun on my own. And for me, it was really, really healing to realize that within myself that I had transformed that much, I guess, and grown into someone that loves my alone time because It was a real struggle to get there, but when I finally did, it just felt so freeing and it just, the thought of not having to rely on someone else for happiness and the thought that I'm no longer going to experience those feelings of loneliness when I have to have a night in 
was so freeing and made me feel so happy. All right, now I want to cover the things that I did to learn to love spending time alone. So if you are someone that wants to try and enjoy their alone time, then you can take these as, I guess, little tips for you in how to enjoy that alone time. Okay, the first thing that I did, which is definitely the hardest, but the most important is ride the waves of discomfort and loneliness. I sort of spoke about it a little bit earlier, but you do need to feel those uncomfortable emotions and ride the wave of those emotions because I believe that that's the only way to get past that loneliness. You might feel really sad and alone when you are having a night in and you're seeing your friend's social media stories, but Allow yourself to sit in that emotion, feel it and ride the wave of that emotion because as I said earlier, it's like a breakup. You've got to go through those emotions in order to get to the other side of them and feel happy when you're on your own. There's no quick fix and there's no band-aid to healing and becoming someone that enjoys their alone time. You do have to sit through the loneliness because as time progresses, you begin to notice that the more time you spend alone, the less lonely you feel. I think, as I said earlier, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. And while I'm saying to sit in the emotion and ride the wave of any emotions that you're feeling when you're alone, I'm not saying that you need to, you know, sit in bed and cry or just stare at the ceiling and feel depressed. You can do things to ease that loneliness and I think doing certain things to ease that loneliness and comfort yourself during those moments when you might be feeling sad in your alone time is what's ultimately going to help you love your alone time it's doing the things that bring you comfort that's going to show you oh this isn't so bad so that's actually the second point I wanted to talk about when you're feeling lonely when you're alone fill in that loneliness with some good distractions so for example you could listen to music, listen to some podcasts, you could journal, read, watch a good show, go for a walk, go to the gym. You could literally do anything, whatever it is that you like to do, do that. It's important to do things that you enjoy when you're alone to show yourself that you can have fun and that you can do nice, fulfilling activities without anyone else around and you don't need other people to be with you to do these things. When I was trying to learn to love my alone time, I listened to so many podcasts. I loved going on walks and putting a podcast on, especially like a self-development or self-help podcast, because it felt like I was talking to someone, like it felt like I was having a conversation with someone. And it felt like I was also putting effort into me because I'm listening to something that's going to help better me so I really loved doing that I also got back into reading I loved reading so much and it's a really great distraction when you can just get lost into a good book and kind of enter this other world and you're not thinking about your emotions or how sad or lonely you might feel when you can just dive deep into a great book and you don't have to distract yourself with things that you can do at home you can go out of the house you can go shopping you can go to the gym, you can try a new workout class, you can go out for dinner, you can go to a cafe if you're you know, confident to sit in a cafe or restaurant by yourself. I think that's amazing. People even go to the movies by themselves, which is something that I've really wanted to do, but I don't know if I am confident enough to do that just yet, but I would love to eventually. And getting out of the house is actually the third point I wanted to talk about because 
There's nothing worse than feeling like a hermit and feeling really lonely and cooped up. I feel like that can make the sadness and loneliness that you might feel when you're alone more intense, when you just feel really isolated. I know that some people are real homebodies and love spending their alone time at home. But for me, if I'm home alone all day, I do tend to feel a little bit cooped up and maybe feel it feel like I'm wasting a day especially if the weather's really nice outside so I do like to try and get out of the house when I'm spending my time alone and for me I also love pushing myself to do things that get me out of my comfort zone. I used to hate the thought of going to sit in a cafe by myself that was something that I really struggled with but when I was in the phase of life where I was trying to learn to love my alone time, I would push myself to go to a cafe on my own. And I started out just going to a cafe that is literally probably two kilometers away from my house. It's always really quiet. And there's, I know that there's not really ever going to be anyone that I know there because it's usually full of older ladies and men or just like little families. So I knew I wasn't really going to see anyone that I knew. And it just felt like you know, a safe option. So I started with that cafe and I went there a few times by myself and I realized I can do this. And then I started going to other cafes. I would try new cafes, go there by myself and take my laptop, maybe do some work on my laptop, or I would just take a book and read or even my journal. And doing that was so, so good. I absolutely love doing that. I still do that now all the time. Going to a cafe by myself is probably one of my favorite things to do alone because I don't know, I just love it, especially Starbucks. I love getting a little Starbucks drink and then reading my book in Starbucks or doing some work on my laptop. It's a lot of fun for me. Challenging myself to do things outside of the house on my own was really good for also building my confidence. And it also showed me that I can do the things that I love by myself. I don't need someone to go with me. For example, I even used to struggle going to the gym by myself and I used to always try and convince my sister to come with me, but she doesn't really enjoy working out. So, you know, eventually I had to get to a point where I could go by myself because I can't force my sister to work out with me every time I want to go to the gym. But now I'm at a point where going to the gym alone isn't really a big problem for me. I mean, sometimes I I do have to sort of mentally prepare myself and I guess psych myself up for it. But once once I'm there, I'm like, oh, this is fine. No one's looking at me. No one cares what I'm doing. I can do this alone. Your alone time doesn't always have to be sitting at home, doing your journaling, reading a self-help book. It can simply look like taking yourself out to your favorite place. Maybe your favorite place is the beach and you go for a little picnic on the beach by yourself When you can do the things that you love on your own, that is when you're truly going to love your alone time. Now, I know I just said your alone time doesn't always have to be about self-development and journaling or reading a self-help book, but a really good thing to do with your alone time if you're a bit stuck with what to do is to actually use it as self-development time. Obviously, you don't have to do this. If there's other things that you can think of to do, and things that you would enjoy more than this when you are alone, then do them. But for me, when I was trying to learn to enjoy my alone time, I did a lot of work on self-development. I would journal a lot. I would read self-help books. And as I said earlier, I I would listen to self-help podcasts. 
And I think that's a really great thing to do when you're trying to learn to love your alone time because for me anyway, it's something that makes me feel good and that makes me feel feel fulfilled. When I'm putting effort into bettering myself, I feel the best version of myself. And honestly, doing these self-development things, I feel like is something that is easiest to do on your own. I think journaling and really doing some deep introspection is probably difficult to do when you're around other people. Being alone is the best time to do that introspection. So some things you can do is get journaling prompts off Pinterest and journal off of them. That's also great if you're not a big journaler and you don't really know where to start. Just look up on Pinterest journaling prompts and there's literally hundreds. And it's also the end of the year right now, which is the perfect time to do goal setting. And this is a really great time to spend time by yourself and think about how this year went, reflect on it, and then set your goals for 2024. What I think is a really great thing to do in bringing in a new year is Make a list of everything that you did in 2023 or everything that happened that made you feel really good and really happy. And then also make a list of things that happened or things that you did in 2023 that didn't make you feel so good that you don't want to continue in 2024. And then you have a clear list of everything that you did love and everything that you didn't like. And that's going to help you decide what goals you want to set what habits you want to continue in the new year and what you need to stop doing or what you need to remove from your life. I know not everybody really enjoys their self-development, goal setting and that sort of thing. But if you are into it, I think using your alone time to do that sort of thing is really, really great and it's going to leave you feeling really fulfilled and just lead you to being a better version of yourself. The next point I want to cover is using your alone time to start a new hobby or a project is a really great idea. I actually started this podcast when I was going through a breakup and I was trying to heal and fill my alone time and learn to love my alone time. And starting this podcast helped me so much in learning to love my alone time because it gave me a project to really feel passionate about and pour a lot of my energy into. It was a distraction from any loneliness I might have felt and it just gave me, I guess, a purpose and something to really dive right into. So starting something that will allow you to pour heaps of energy into is a really great idea if you're trying to learn to love your alone time, especially starting something that you think you're going to find really fun or really fulfilling or exciting is a great idea because it's going to help you love that time that you're spending alone. And this doesn't have to be starting a side hustle. A hassle, a side hustle or a passion project. It could be a little hobby like crafts or working out or painting or I don't know, literally anything. Reading. I also started doing coloring ins when I was trying to love my alone time and I started going to Pilates as well. So literally anything you could think of. I think starting something new is a really great way to bring some more excitement into your life and it's just something to feel excited about and that's really great when you just When you're trying to love your alone time, it's great to have something just for you that you're excited about because you're not sharing it with anybody else. It's just for you 
and it's just something for you to do in that special time that you have with yourself, which I think is really great. All right, my final tip and thing that I did when trying to learn to love my alone time was get off social media. And this is so important when you are in a place where you might struggle with spending time alone. For me, when I was struggling with my alone time, I would stress all week about not having plans for the weekend because I was so worried that I would feel sad and lonely at the weekend and I just did not want to feel that. I wanted to avoid feeling like that at all costs and I remember for the first few weekends after a breakup I had plans for those consecutive weekends and I was going really well. I was feeling happy But then after about two or three weeks, I had a weekend where I had no plans. All my friends were busy and I think my family had plans or they were going away or something. So I was going to be home alone and I was so worried about this because I knew I would probably feel lonely and really sad. And I knew that what would make it worse was seeing everyone's Instagram stories and posts on social media of them going out at the weekend and having heaps of fun. And the best thing I could have done for myself that weekend was literally delete Instagram off my phone so I wouldn't have seen any social media posts of people going out. If you know that you're going to feel FOMO or feel sad that you weren't invited somewhere or that you don't have plans, then honestly, the best thing to do is just remove those apps from your phone, even if it's just for a weekend or for one night, just remove them so that you're not going to increase that loneliness and sadness that you're feeling. I'm at a point now where I can have a Saturday night in with no plans and absolutely love it. Just reading my book and journaling or watching a cozy movie and I don't feel an ounce of FOMO for people that are out partying or out for dinner or whatever they might be doing because I love my alone time now but as I said I wasn't always like that and I think Getting off of social media when you're struggling with being alone is really, really important because seeing everybody's posts that is going to make you lonely or sad is only going to, you know, worsen how you feel and it's going to make it so much more difficult for you to enjoy being alone. I do remember though, after that first weekend that I spent alone during my breakup, I remember reflecting on it maybe on the Monday or the week after and writing in my journal, wow, that really wasn't that bad. Like I actually enjoyed myself. And I think that does just show that you have to push through the discomfort because that's the only way to learn to love your alone time. You just have to try and deal with that loneliness and sadness and you can use whatever distraction you think is going to work or you think that's going to bring you happiness. And eventually you will enjoy your alone time. Not everybody is going to want to spend every single day alone. Some people are really social. Some people are introverts and they're the complete opposite where they don't want to see other people. But I think it's just so important to have at least a little bit of alone time every week to really reconnect with yourself and center yourself and get to know yourself better. And also prove to yourself that you don't need to rely on anybody else for happiness. Okay, guys, that brings us off to the end of the episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it and you found it helpful. I hope you all challenge yourself to spend some extra alone time this week. Maybe take yourself out to a little cafe for a solo date 
or if you're really brave, you can take yourself to the movies. Don't forget to follow the podcast TikTok, which is Love, Sex and Psych. And you can also vote on the poll that I'm going to leave underneath this episode on Spotify. And I will be speaking to you all in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.